Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Wednesday the 15th of December. And as usual with all the information contained in this briefing, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. And if you need to, you can always pause the PowerPoint slide here and read our disclaimer in full. If you're listening on a podcast, head on over to themarcustoday.com au website and you can sign up for a free 14-day trial to our newsletter or read the disclaimer at your leisure. All right, well, last night we had a little bit of a wobble again from the Dow Jones and various other indices in the US as we approach this seminal moment with Jay Powell uh, giving his uh, press conference on Wednesday afternoon, Thursday morning, our time. So it is going to be quite a crucial one, this one, given the pace of inflation that we've seen in the US, 6.8%, highest in 40 years on Friday. So it is going to be quite crucial. And it does mean that the Federal Reserve will need to wrestle back the narrative on interest rates and fighting inflation. Some are suggesting that Powell may go tough, Others suggesting he may wimp it. We shall see how it goes uh, tomorrow morning. Dow Jones in the end closed down 0.3 of a percent, 107 points. Not that bad, all things considered. 35,544. But the Nasdaq, which was down worse uh, than it closed down 1.14%, 176 points there for the Nasdaq. And uh, that certainly uh, was... Uh, off the lows, but we did see some of those big U.S. stocks uh, under some pressure last night, especially in the technology space. The S&P 500 down 0.75% to 4,634. Uh, the VIX index, as you would expect, with all this negativity rolling around the place, uh, we saw that up two points, or 7.63% to 22 last night. Spy futures on the back of all this closed down at 29 points or 0.39% and uh, we are expecting a little bit of weakness here this morning. Uh, Also of course we have this mammoth uh, CSL placement which I think is the biggest ever debt raising or capital raising that we've seen in Australia bar T1 and T2, Telstra 1 and T2. Telstra 2. So it is a massive, massive undertaking and it will take a lot of the liquidity out of the funds and they will spend the days trying to work out how to juggle their portfolios to make room for this big, big capital raise. As far as commodities go last night, we had Brent crude down 0.9 of a percent, 0.69 of a dollar, 69 cents, 73.70. We had WTI down 0.79% or 56 cents to $70.73. Gold price coming under some pressure, down 0.9 of a percent, down 16 bucks, 17.72, spot three zero. 
once again we're seeing that gold price stuck in that 1750 to 1800 range we did have a bit of a blowout when omicron first reared its ugly head but it's now flopping back into that range iron ore as well flopping back yesterday uh, down 1.77 percent or dollar 95 to 108 dollars 25 and the aussie dollar down back towards 71 cents 71.04 in other commodities last night we had copper down a smidge down 0.55 nickel down 1.1 aluminium down 1.2 zinc down 1.1 lead down 0.4 and ton pretty much unchanged there for the tin price here you can see the S&P 500 after a bit of a swoon it did claw its way back fight its way back although couldn't hang on to those uh, uh, gains uh, towards the close and did come off slightly. So down 0.75% for the day uh, in the middle for Diddle, as usual with the S&P 500 between the NASDAQ and the Dow. As far as major stories go last night, US markets closed lower. Traders fretting about inflation and countdown to the Fed. And ahead of key policy decisions this week, central banks may diverge over inflation and Omicron. Bank of England also has a meeting this week, and the UK has a big jump. <laughs> Omicron uh, cases in the UK, and uh, as a result, uh, there are some suggestions that the Bank of England may actually not uh, raise rates and be once again on pause. China rate cut calls gain momentum with top economists calling for more stimulus from China and the Bank of Japan offers to pump 97 billion US through temporary government bond purchases to counter a rise in short-term interest rates. And a study shows two shots of the Pfizer vaccine may offer 70% uh, Omicron hospitalization protection in South Africa. And it does suggest that data is suggesting that the uh, new outbreak variant may be running out of steam, although it is soaring in the UK and Denmark. And central bank tapering policy changes signalled as the main risk for 2022 in the latest hedge fund survey. Americans' inflation expectations push higher in November, and the UK registers record jump in employment despite the end of the furlough. And the IEA, that's the International Energy Authority, says Omicron may slow oil recovery demand, with air travel most likely to be affected, although it won't destroy it. As far as US mining stocks go last night overseas, we had Freeport up 0.88%, Alcoa up 5.6%, Tech down 1.04, Anglo up 1.03, Glencore up 1.14, Vale falling 0.73%, Albemarle down 2% in uh, international trade. And the uh, tech stocks in the US, we saw falls there with Microsoft, the biggest of those, down 3.3%. US banks, though, doing quite well last night. JP Morgan up 0.7%, Citigroup up 0.7%, Goldman up 1.1%, Bank of America up 1.3%. Block, the company formerly known as Square, with Afterpay now uh, being merged into it, uh, down another 2.7% last night. No reasons to be cheerful there for the blockheads. What's on today? We have consumer confidence for December, New Zealand third quarter current account number. We've also got some overseas data, China, November retail sales and industrial production. U.S. cash holdings in the latest survey of fund managers 
up to 5.1% this month. That is up from 4.4% in November. The Bank of America calls it a contrarian buy signal, but certainly U.S. institutional funds getting a little bit more cautious, especially with uh, the Federal Reserve meeting. And, of course, January shows uh, we have U.S. results coming through as well. In the U.S. last night, U.S. producer price index for final demand increased 9.6% from a year earlier and up 0.8% from a month prior. And Germany's LFO Institute slashed the company's GDP growth forecast for 2022. CSL has launched the biggest capital raise in ASX history, not including Telstra 1 and 2. This is a placement and a share purchase plan. The share purchase plan is for $750 million. Now, CSL is often called the market darling, but this is a big, big deal to buy this Swiss pharma company, Vifor, and it's certainly a big bet for CSL, and it remains to be seen how much appetite the market has for this deal. No doubt, as a market darling, it will get a lot of support from institutions who will probably be looking to buy CSL on the back foot for some time, but uh, certainly it is a big deal and will cause some indigestion for some time to come as they bed this down. There are some suggestions that it would have been better for CSL to do a rights issue to be fairer to all shareholders rather than open it up to all and sundry through a placement. The problem with that is under Swiss law, the company needs to have the bid fully funded uh, to enable it to proceed and uh, the placement was the quickest and easiest way to get that fully funded. In the US last night, BHP was up 0.8%, so was Rio, up around 0.8%, Ten-year yields in the US and Australia. Funnily enough, we're all talking about interest rates and inflation, but the 10-year bond yields in both countries, US 1.44 and Australia at 1.53, are showing that the risk appetite is diminishing as money flows into the bond markets, pushing those 10-year yield rates down despite expectations that official rates will have to rise in 2022 and that we are seeing the Federal Reserve and other central banks hiking rates to combat inflation. So it wasn't long ago that Australia was at 1.8 and US rates were over 1.65, 1 1.7%. So we have had a lot of money flowing into bonds recently. Lee Creek in the AFR today on its Urea project in South Australia. Quite a con. Uh, controversial project there, a $2.6 billion project coming on stream in the next couple of years, uh, but fertilizer prices and of course the AdBlue shortage very much in focus at the moment. West Farmers today has updated the market on its API bid, has a right to match the rival bid, thinks it's in the box seat and uh, is continuing to proceed with that one. And we have seen CGF which is Challenger, appointing Nick Hamilton as a CEO. And the French are coming, at least according to the Australian, in Vivo, which is a French company, could be looking at buying United Malt Group. Question of the day, how do you feel about the massive CSL acquisition? Does this put a lot more risk into the CSL story, uh, given that it is a massive, massive acquisition and pushing into markets uh, that it has traditionally not been involved in uh, apart from the blood plasma etc and all their clever products coming off the back of that uh, these are very much in the diabetic and kidney 
and obesity kind of drug market. So how do you feel about the massive CSL acquisition? Thanks for listening. You can head on over to the Facebook discussion group. We'd love to have your thoughts, ideas, and insights over there. It is a great group, pretty well behaved. Three and a half thousand members. Members helping members is our motto. And of course, you can subscribe to the Marcus Today podcast. They're now split into four with the Marcus Strategy podcast every day, the On the Desk podcast weekly, On the Couch weekly, or sometimes Buy or Try weekly. And we also have, of course, the Breakfast Briefing and the end of day so you can subscribe to any or all of those podcasts don't forget ask the analyst friday 5 30 a christmas special if i get over 200 people registered then i will uh, put the santa gear on and may play a few carols sit around the open fire put my stocking up and have a little bit of eggnog we shall see today i'm on the call on osbiz at 12 noon talking 10 stocks and no doubt csl will be talked about there that's it from me today thanks very much for listening and have a great day